This episode is dedicated to Anna Silva. Hello, podcast people. You just made my day. Hey, folks. Welcome to Made My Day Podcast, the podcast that celebrates the little tiny wonderful things in life. This is episode six, brought to you the week of December 23rd, 2013. And I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. Thank you so much for joining us here on number six. It is a day late, but better than a week late. Um, But I've got a whole week of things to go through, things that have made my week wonderful. We've got a whole bunch of your MMD moments uh, to get through. And if we have enough time, i got a special surprise for the very end. So we've got a lot of stuff in track for you. So let's just jump right in. Um, First thing, before we go into my week, day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, six, seven, um, I am considering... Um, well, let me back up from that even. As many of you know, or may not know, um, I used to be a fairly popular podcaster, and I used to be a children's pastor, um, was in ministry for the better part of 13 years, um, and uh, I was an artist and did artwork online and um, you know just multiple podcasts and all that. Well, all that, about a year ago, just came uh, crashing down around me due to depression and anxiety and being diagnosed with bipolarism. Not that diagnosed of, with it uh, makes it worse. Um, if anything, it makes it better. But um, it, it at least, you know, it, it, it captures uh, a set of behaviors and, and helps you understand them mo- more. Anyway, I was wondering, uh, since the, the tone of this show is generally upbeat, it is part of my therapy personally to find something wonderful and worthwhile out of every single day. Uh, this is not necessarily the show for such a story, but I'm asking you anyway, would you, would you care to hear a bonus out of the regular, you know, run of shows? It wouldn't be an episode. It would just be bonus ep episode, no number. This is what's been going on in my own words. Um, pretty much unscripted, just out there going on. And I might even ask for questions like an ask me anything type of deal. Uh, and just basically catch everybody up on the last year. I, I would imagine if I was a fan of Nobody's Listening, Geek Loves Nerd, Podcast Kid, Help I'm a Children's Pastor, any of those shows, I would wonder where in the heck did my host of my show go? Um, without any warning, without any whatever, he just disappeared. So uh, I'm, there might be there might be a certain amount of people that want to hear about such a thing. So if that's you, send me an email if you don't mind to mmdcast at gmail.com. Um, or just uh, respond on Twitter or f- the, our Facebook page, um, Made My Day Podcast. Just look it up in, in Facebook. And somehow or another, get a, get a communication to me. We, we also have a, um, a great little form right there on the website, mmdcast.com. You just click on Connect, fill out the little form, and ta-da, I get your email. So enough about that. Day one. Um, I forgot this last week and I'm a bad dad because of it, because it is the specialist thing from last week. And that is my daughter, uh, gave me a made my day, an MMD as we call them on the show of her own. And she is eight or no, I'm sorry. She's nine now. She had a birthday. She's nine. And I've told you in the past that she is very empathetic. She, she understands the way people feel. She feels what they feel. She, um, whether it's good or bad. And um, anyway, she brought me 
I made my day because she heard I was doing the show and it excited her. She didn't know. And she's like, oh, wow. And she took that as a sign of me getting better, which, which I guess it is. I always hate it though, because what if, what if, what if it's not, you know, what if I, I have a setback or something, but so far haven't. So, so her, her trust or her faith or her hopes are well-founded. But not only did she just come in and tell me one, um, she wrote it down. Um, so she doesn't do email. She wrote it down on a little half a piece of notebook paper, and I'm looking at it right now in my hands. It says this. It's written just like if one of you guys wrote it. It's so precious. Dear James, <laughs> an event that made my day was when I found out my dad started podcasting again. Love, Jenna. But then she realized she was writing it to James, not to her dad, so she scratched out love and just made it Jenna, uh, which is, you know... <laughs> Which is proper, because if you guys started sending me MMDs with love, Skippy, I would be like, deleted. So, um, anyway, it's obviously precious, obviously awesome. And um, I I have a little file in my side drawer filing cabinet over here that I keep special things in, especially from the kids. And um, I'm going to put this joker in there. Uh, along with a bunch of drawings that Jay gives me that, that really don't make any sense sometimes. He's getting better, but uh, I can't keep them on my desk. I keep them in this file. Um, okay. Here, uh, one of the things we did with the reindeer, I told you last week that we've been messing around with the reindeer. Instead of doing... Uh, <laughs> instead of doing the elf on the shelf thing we've been doing we took jay's little reindeer character and we've been messing him around the house and moving him around doing different things and uh, one of the better ones this week is we had him uh, jenna's birthday had happened and we had all these cupcakes left over so we took a um a cupcake we put it down on the table and we took a little buddy um stuffed animal of his and put them right next to it and then i took tiny little bites out of the fondant uh, squares that were on top of the cupcakes and uh it looked sure enough like you know these jokers had had bitten into that so they were very the kids were very excited the next morning um that the that the reindeer had been so bad and we've been we've been thinking jenna all right jay jay's jay was a little tough to win over um, now he believes, I mean, he totally believes this, this thing is moving. And I told you last week, the way that t- works out is he, he wants to try to trap it so it can't do anything bad. <laughs> so I don't think that's part of the elf of the shelf lore lore, but it, it definitely is ours on this end. But, um, so Jay, Jay believes now, but Jenna, we never thought she, we thought she was just playing along. You know, we, our theory has been, cause I told her last year, you know, she asked if there's any Santa and told her no. And uh, so this year, she's been acting as if he's still around. And I think that's what she's doing. She she wants to keep going, so she's pretending. But she stops me uh, before bedtime prayers and says, Dad, um, is that are, are you guys doing that or not? <laughs> she was not quite sure because <laughs> we'd been playing it so straight. So... Uh, is I don't know. I felt I felt a little felt a little scared there because I'm like, okay, Jenna, you're nine, but you know maybe I just chalk it up to we've done a really convincing job, perhaps. Um, one of the, one of the other things my wife did, uh, 
is she got on that uh, Elf Yourself app. You've seen it where elves are dancing and you put a weird cutout of your head on top and your coworkers and you play it and it's really funny and haha. Well, it might be a little played out to those of us that have seen it one every year for the last five years. But for Jay and Jenna, they'd never seen one. And my wife stuck my head, her head, Jay's, Jenna's, and the stinking dog's head on characters dancing around in a video. And then she put it down next to the uh, the little stuffed animal reindeer with a little scratchy note that said, I made this for you and uh, Alpine. Alpine's his name. It's on a little badge that my son refuses to remove from his hip. Uh, so they thought that was amazing and hilarious. And then the best thing of all this week, though, <laughs> my me and my wife, we were, I think we were doing Christmas stuff. And we totally forgot. I mean, Jenna, Jen totally forgot to take the reindeer out of whatever they had hidden him in, um, and, and do something with him. And and you know, next morning I was I slept in a little bit, but I woke up and Jen's like pulls me aside. She says, "I forgot the reindeer last night." I'm like, "Oh no!" She goes, "No, no, the kids are freaking out. They're thrilled because they finally trapped him." <laughs> so. <laughs> They were so excited the next morning when nothing at all, when the bad parenting came into play and nothing at all had happened, uh, they were absolutely thrilled that they had won. They had beaten this thing, and then I had to hear about it. Okay, we put him in a box um, from the Harry Potter DVD set, and then we wrapped that in paper, and then one of Jay's blankets, and then we put that inside a box, and then we put that box inside the video drawer, inside the thing, and, and he never got out. Ah! <laughs> so, good deal. I, I love that they're, they're so... Um, I, I don't know, not violence, not the word, but uh, they're not going to accept this thing without a fight. I mean, they want him to stop doing whatever he's doing bad. So uh, uh, we'll see. But those were good ones. Those were good ones. Hey, the dog is um, is making my day. He is finally ringing his bell when he needs to go out. I read about this online. I'd heard about it for years. What you do is you get your dog to ring a bell on the door and let the, that way they let you know. And, and if you've never heard of this, you're going, how do you get a dog to do that? And, and the way it is, is you take them to the door and you lift their little paw. <laughs> it sounds so stupid. And you flick, flick the little jingle bell that we have hanging there. Or you could have a real bell, a little tiny brass bell that goes ding, ding. I, I probably should have gone for that. Cause it was a little, it, they probably are a little louder than this jingle bell. But eventually the dog learns to smack it, and you do it every time, even when he learns to do it himself. That's phase two, is he learns to do it himself, and, and you wait for him to do it, and then you let him out. And then phase three is he finally realizes, oh, I can instigate an action by doing this myself. Well, he's definitely at that point, and he doesn't have accidents in the house anymore. Yeah! So after uh, six months... Of, of training. He finally, finally gets it. So I hate him a little less now. I, I, I know for you dog lovers, that's a terrible thing, but I hate him. I hate dogs. I just don't want him in my house. I got him because I don't want my feelings about dogs to uh, keep my kids from having an awesome pet because it was a time I loved dogs. And I had it. I had dogs of my own and it was some of the best times in the world. And they finally got one that's like that. He's great. He, they love him. I just can't stand him. So, uh, 
Yeah. We did get him cut today, or not today, yesterday. He, he wouldn't, um, the, the groomers won't shave him down like a poodle. They say because he has hair. This dog is a shih tzu. He has hair rather than fur. And I'm like, I didn't know there was a difference. And they said, yeah, there is. And if you, if you shave this dude, his hair will get spiky or hurtful or rough or coarse or something like that. And even though we didn't care, we're like, we're tired of him dragging stuff in, shaved a dude. They said, no, we're going to hand clip him. We're going to clip him down. So they trimmed up his his hands and his feet, his paws, his stomach area, his chest. They basically cut down like, like a, like an oak tree, a live oak tree in Georgia that the branches go out and eventually come down and touch the ground all around it. They took and cut all that, that off and um and they they trimmed around his mouth and his eyes so he wouldn't train tra- track water everywhere it took him a long time apparently even though he's a good dog but then they put his dumb uh hair on his head in a dumb ponytail he looked like a dang little samurai I put it out on twitter and facebook if you want to look it up and see it it's ridiculous he 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 looked like he had a face um, a facelift it had pulled his head back so much his eyes wouldn't even close all the way so Eventually, it did fall out. That's great. And he's back to looking silly, but not stupid. But um, So, yeah, some some people had mentioned on Facebook, I, I noticed your dog's never making your day. And that is true. He, he usually ruins most of my days. Uh, but now, all of the effort that I've put into him and training him, and, and let me just say, I am the only one in the house that has given any effort to training him. Uh, he is finally learning some things. So, it's like great, awesome, rad Cause I, cause I could teach my kids, man. My kids turn out great, but this stupid dog, you can't just talk to him. You can't pull him aside like a kid and just say, look, you know what that thing you did, that thing you did on the floor, that thing you did on the floor needs to be done outside or it needs to be done, uh, in the toilet in the case of a child. Um, you need to stop doing this thing because it makes me mad. This one thing you do, but you can't do that. You have to kind of give him hints. By by you know being mad and angry and 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 uh, and promoting and and blessing him when he does wonderful things and you kind of just make this this natural uh, flow uh, of of bad stuff gets punished good stuff gets rewarded and oh I want to do good things for master and and blah 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 so anyway it's been a while but it's working. And uh, even though I can't talk to him, even though I can't reason with him, because I want to sometimes, I want to just get down on his level and say, hey, 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 you know how you're dripping water all over the floor when you drink and then you walk away and your beard, your stupid little dog beard is dripping water everywhere? What I would like you to do is I would like you to stop after you drink and wipe your face on the mat that we have your food and water on. It's an absorbent mat. Wipe your face upon it, back and forth a little bit, just kind of, you know, like that. And then you can walk away. That's what you need to do. Please begin doing this. And he would. It would be great. There is no way in the world I'm ever going to train him to do that. I don't even care. I'd rather just cut the little beard off. And the ladies did not cut the beard off. Um, but anyway, so this dog is going to be, if if I had my way, he would be shed naked. He would be nared. He would be waxed. He would be Brazilian dog all the way. Uh, Double rainbow. Anyway, that's enough of that. A dog could get me going all day, but he did make my day because he finally going to the bathroom and stuff like that. Day two, teacher. Uh, We go to this thing um, every year. It's a uh, Christmas celebration music, kids singing at the front. 
this is what we do, you know, at least once a year. And then the kids' artwork is hanging outside of the sanctuary, and you look at it and you go, wow, this is ugly. And you take it down and you take it home with you. Um, that's what we do every year. And we did this. And every year the kids sing and they play recorders and the different grades. And, you know, we've been going long enough to where Jenna has been in the kindergarten, first grade, second grade. Now she's up in the third on the risers and they're, they're playing music where there's two part harmony going on with their little recorders and stuff. It's pretty awesome. Jay's down the bottom. It's his first year. You know, he's singing, he's swaying his hands. He's wearing gloves for some reason, like knitted out in the wool, or out in the out in the cold wool gloves, um, I guess they had told these kids, um, these Florida kids, wear warm clothing because you are like extra. We want you to look wintry, and and lo and behold, every one of these kids has has cold weather items that I thought I would only see in Missouri or up north. You know where it gets in the teens and the single digits in Florida. It never gets much below forty degrees i i i wear shorts and a t-shirt and flip-flops in 40 degree weather i don't it didn't bother me at all but these florida people man to them you know 70 60 50 that's as cold as 18 to them it hurts them man oh and so they go and they go to the walmarts and the targets and the this and the that and they buy knitted pull down tied under your neck hats with a little poofy poof on top they they buy these big puffy jackets with you know uh, that look like uh, life preservers or not life preservers uh, life jackets with you know like the michelin man arms going down you know what i'm talking about and and i have not seen snow pants but uh and then what you'll see is a girl with her friends walking down the street she's got shorts on this big fat puffy michelin man jacket a big old pull down uh spongebob square pants hoodie hat on and 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 she's cover and you know she's got her hands uh, tucked underneath her armpits and 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 she's just walking down and that's that's what they do in florida just as cold to them as 18 or 9 is to anyone else so all these kids had stuff and um but nobody had gloves so that shows you right there that um they don't really really have because you, you only need gloves when your fingers are about to die from frostbite because of the snow and they're getting wet. So you want these waterproof gloves so when you have to scrape off a window or open a car door with a little a little tuft of snow on the dang handle, um, you can do this without getting your fingers froze. Jay, though, because he was one of these children from the Midwest and did have to deal with automobile issues when he was a year and a half just kidding. He had some. So I did. We sat all that to say we sat in the wrong part of the sanctuary to see him. We were bad parents this year. We didn't even check. Uh, but they put kids in the same areas every year and we were clear across the other way. And so we would have to kind of crane our necks around the bald guy, the giant bald guy that sat down moments before the service started. And uh, and we would just see his little mittened hands up in the air when he would when the actions demanded that he open them and sway them. Uh, Jenna was easily seen because she was up on the risers. But uh, it was pretty cool. And I told you all that to say that before this thing happened, um, Jenna's uh, music teacher comes strolling up 
um, up the aisle and she's looking at us and, and I always kind of look and then look away because I'm like, okay, you know, especially with females, I don't know if other guys do this, but I, I don't make eye contact for extended amount of times with people that aren't related to me or share my last name. If you're a female, especially, um, and so I look again though, and she's walking right towards him. I'm like, oh, it just looks like that. She's going to go walking past. She's probably trying to get around this lady with a big butt next to me. So she's got to walk all close, but then it's obvious she's coming to talk to us. And I'm like, oh dear God, what's she going to say? What? I haven't talked to this woman in over a year. And we used to kind of know each other because I used to do chapels at this school, this private school that my kids go to. I don't do that anymore, but we had, you know, kind of talked beforehand. She always led the music and the worship time and I would always speak. And, um, and so we just, you know, talk about weather or how goofy kids can be and, um, and things like that. And, uh, so anyway, she comes up to me and says, hi, and, and, and tells me this, she says, your daughter is getting more and more like you every single day. And I'm like, what? Uh, she says, no, in, in class, you know, when we first got to know her earlier in the year, she was real reserved and kind of quiet. She didn't know anybody. But now it's like she's always got jokes or a comeback or, or something funny that she does. And everybody just enjoys that. And I enjoy it. And um, and she says, he, I just told her the other day, you are getting more and more like your dad every minute and i was like yay that's a good thing i mean it's at least that's the way she painted it you know it's a good thing that she's being like me yay and that's huge because i have been wondering kind of sort of you know i did kind of disappear from this society that i was a part of this this little world of of church and school and and where i worked and then all of a sudden i was gone and and um you know do people think i am uh you know this this guy you know, that sits in the basement and just thinks about numbers all day or eats spiders or, or, uh, you know, just is afraid of people. So anyway, it's very good whenever you hear somebody out there in that world come and say something like that. Now, uh, also it's awesome that my daughter is being like me in class. Like I used to be in class and she's not doing it to get herself in trouble because the only thing I would ever do to get myself in trouble was at Sunday school and never at real school, but at Sunday school, I'd always try to make kids laugh and teacher would get very upset with me and I would keep going because the more she hated it, the more they laughed and I got a spanking or two over it and I quit. Um, but Jenna, apparently, I mean, if her teacher's coming out of the woodwork and saying she's acting like you and it's awesome, we love it. She's coming out of her, out of her, uh, you know, her shell. Um, that's a good thing. I think you get my point. So, there we go. Uh, at PDQ. Dang, don't we go every week? P- PDQ should sponsor this show. <laughs> People dedicated to quality. Coming to a, a borough, a strip mall, a standalone store next near, near you where Arby's used to be. <clears throat> uh, Jenna is um, kind of like our second mom. She takes care of us, helps us out, and she loves it. She loves to go and get things. Matter of fact, her and Jay both. Before we even sit down, they run over, they get the ketchup, they get the forks and the knives and the, if we need them, uh, they know, depending on the restaurant, you know, what napkins we need and, you know, all this stuff. And so when we sit down with the food, I mean, we're ready to go. But, um, the kid, the, 
my wife and kids, they enjoy the apple slices that are at this place. The apple slices are, are dipped in, um, not in lemon juice, like you'd normally think, but in pineapple juice. And they just love this. I'm allergic to apples, can't eat them. But there's this cinnamon apple crunchy nougat something that goes, it's a dipping sauce that is customized from this place that they just love. They love it so much that when they're done with their apples, they got to eat it out of the cup. And you can't eat it with a fork or a spoon because it doesn't get to the edges. They need a knife. So Jenna was sent to go get a knife for herself. Actually, she went to go get a knife for herself. So she goes and comes back. And about that time, um, Jen, Jen, my wife, she's like, she's ready for this face. Too. Oh, you know what? You, can you go get me one? She goes, oh, Jenna just, oh, you know, I just went. I could have got you one. So she runs and goes and gets one. She comes back and plops one on the thing. And about that time, Jay, Jen is like, Jen's like, uh, Jay just got done. Can you go get him one? And she went, oh, she just growled again, like really hard, like, ah. Oh. And then she grins with this big, huge grin. And she slams down two more f- knives on the table that she had picked up in anticipation of her stupid family. <laughs> She got one, not only for Jay, but me, even though I didn't have one, because she knows I'm a smart aleck, and I would send her back fourth or fifth time to get me one, and then say, oh, you know what, I changed my mind, go put it back. So she she beat me at my own game, and she, she was awesome, and she played it out. She acted like she was irritated, she grins, slams them down on the table like uh, like a full house, so it was pretty awesome. Uh, that, that that evening, I got contacted by a guy named Paul Godbout. He was on one of our shows back in the old days. He was, I think, on a couple. In, uh, and nobody's listening. If I'd really done my homework and looked it up, I would have told you the episode number. But you can Google it. But uh, David, or Paul, is my mentor, David's, uh, and best friend, David's son. And Paul and I have been um, connected uh, even loosely for years since he was in you know, middle school. And now he's grown. He's got a wife. He just had a kid. And I, and I hate to say he and I have not spoken since before he was married and well before he had a kid. Um, but it was really cool. He contacted me out of the blue says, Hey, I want to, I want to talk. And, uh, so I, you know, he calls me and we talk and, um, and we talked about a lot of stuff, a whole bunch of stuff, mostly about writing because he's a writer apparently. And I'm flirting with the writing and uh, but the best thing about the whole conversation, um, first of all, is he carries most of it. He's a talker like his dad, and I love it because I get I am too. But it but it it's it's always nice to be able to just sit and not have to work at a conversation. Have you ever talked to somebody? It's just easy. This is one of those, and it was just good that way. Uh, good to catch up on it. And, and as much as he said. I, you know, we could talk every night and, and it would take forever for us to catch up on everything because he's just, I mean, he's been so many places and done so many things in his life. Uh, and, 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 you know, I want to, I want to hear it all. Uh, one day I'll probably read it in a book or something he's written, but, um, it was good talking with Paul and, uh, it was just, it was really good. He, he inspired me. Um, and answered some questions because he's written a couple novels and they haven't seen the light of day. He hasn't, I don't know, he didn't mention that he hadn't done anything with them. I just didn't get the impression that he had put them out there, that he's actually waiting until he's gotten, uh, you know, quote unquote, good enough to put something out. But he writes for local papers in the area. He, he, He does copywriting. He does website writing, stuff like that. So this is like his thing. 
but so I was able to ask him some questions just about, about a book I'm trying to write. And, 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 you know, I don't know whether it should be a novel or a short story or, you know, a chapter book or what. And, um, and he got me on some books that, uh, that I'm reading and, uh, and I've been writing, I've been doing these exercises every day and it's, uh, it's been good. So thanks, Paul. You made my day. Uh, day number three. Okay. So I mentioned we went to this thing with the singing and the art and all this. Well, we pulled down Jay's artwork after the event was over. Cause that's what you do. They say, take it home, pull it down off the wall, take it home. So we did. And, and I was looking at Jay's and it just looked kind of funky. It was a, it was a snowman and the buttons were in the wrong place and the eyes were in the wrong place and the hat was kind of crooked. And I'm like, this doesn't look like Jay's. I mean, Jay's not the best paster cutter person in the world, but dang, you know, he at least has some idea of symmetry and, and, you know, he thinks about things before he does it. This one looked like he didn't care, but we took it home because it had his name on it and we didn't, and we bragged on it. Oh, this is awesome, dude. I want this in my room. Liar dad. Uh, I want this hanging up there next to my star Wars posters. So the next day I go to pick him up from school and his teacher says, I got to talk to you. I got to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, dang, what? Because that's never a good thing. They never stop to tell you that your daughter is acting more like you and it's a good thing. Oops, maybe they do. But with Jay, um, you know, the teacher comes down from from the ramp and she, she leans her head in. And she says, hey, uh, that artwork that we gave you or that you took yesterday, I had the wrong name on it. And your son actually won first place. And um, here it is. And she throws down this immaculately created cotton ball snowman with perfectly aligned buttons and a hat and, and everything. I mean, seriously, it looked like a grown-up did it for him. Um, and she says, yeah, we, we just got the name switched. There's another girl named Jamie, and we just need you to bring back her art. And we're, you know, we don't want to break her heart, so we're letting her keep. <laughs> we're letting her think she won, and we're getting your son uh, a first-place ribbon extra one so um but he really won but he can't tell anybody and 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 that's just that's just kennison luck right there that is my luck that's the kind of luck i have i'll do something great at work and then staff meeting is supposed to roll around and i was supposed to be able to tell everybody about it and kind of you know give a, a, a report and you know brag a little bit and feel good a little bit and then you know staff meetings canceled that week you know and then by the next week nobody gives a crap that's the way it is and jay needs to get used to that but at least at least the boy won uh first place his sisters won a couple first place ribbons in the art contest and so it was awesome um, I told him, I says, dude, you're an artist. You're an artist. And he's like, yep. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. He doesn't know about being humble yet. So we'll work on that when he's six. Um, uh, uh, um, oh, um, oh man, I wrote this down and I don't know why it's funny. Uh, target Jay. Oh, Jay's call. Jay calls the guitar that you get from target, a good target. That's what it was. Cause Jenna, he wants a guitar. And Jenna has one, and I said, "Well, you can have hers." And and he says, um, "Did it c- come from Guitarget? Is it a Guitarget?" And uh, I thought that was pretty funny. I wish more people referred to guitars that came from Target more, because that would be a great little phrase to weave into pop culture. Um, but anyway, oh, the other thing he says too that made my day is, and, and my wife's the one that pointed it out, is he has this phrase he uses all the time: "A whole wide." That's what he'll say: "Whole wide." Um, dad, I ate the whole wide cookie or, um, you know, we, we, we played on that whole wide park, the whole wide thing. And, um, 
So the whole wide world, the whole wide everything, anything's anything he's done that is big and needs exaggerating, it is the whole wide everything. So thank you guys for listening to this whole wide podcast. Um, <laughs> so I need to start writing context down for some of these things because Jay also said something else that same day, and um, he's talking about getting married. He says, "I said, are you going to get married?" And he goes, "When I get married." And after I kiss her, I'm going to slap her. And then I'm going to put cake in her face. <laughs> and uh, so I think that's, 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 the, that's the perfect response for a five- to six-year-old boy. He knows he's going to get married eventually because that's just what, that's what you do. I mean, that's what he thinks. Uh, but when he does, he's going to have the same mentality he has now. He's going to slap her. The cake in the face thing is because he went to a real... A real birthday, a real Chris, a real wedding, a birthday Christmas wedding, <laughs> and uh, somebody the, the the couple did the typical thing like me and Jen did, and smashed cake in each other's faces, and that made an impression. They love that and think it's awesome. So I'm sure when I'm in the room and Jay and his wife are getting married, and the cake comes out, I'm sure I'll see him smash him in there, and it will be because he saw somebody else do it years and years back and I'll be there and I'll think about this and talking about it and it'll be like oh this went by so quick <sighs> I started writing again I'm uh, using a book called the 90 day novel by somebody somebody that wrote it and uh, it's mostly makes you write stuff every day and get you in the habit of writing about your characters and thinking about your characters and I'm a little worried though because I want to write um, for kids Jenna's age, like chapter books and stuff, and this thing's a novel writing thing, and I think I'm getting a little too dark and deep because they're asking me one thing that you will never reveal. You know, you're supposed to write as your character, like you're you're that character. One thing you don't want anyone to ever find out, and it kind of forces you to write these dark, <laughs> terrible things about your character because they want the character to be flawed and all this and and i'm i'm wanting to write you know the duck and the mama duck walk down to the pond but now there's this divorce in the duck family and she had cheated on him with another duck from another pond and so half her babies are yellow the other halves are spotted in black but they don't know why and all oh, this turmoil <laughs> between the duck families because of this horrible thing that happened that no one knew about from years before when when the mama duck was you know you get the point um i'm not writing about ducks but i do have a story um about superheroes and a kid that i want to write and uh i think i i need <laughs> i'm gonna keep going because god knows i mean if this thing turns into a novel then much rather better but I kind of just wanted it to be like a little chapter book. So I'm reading some books on that too. But we'll see. We'll see. It just seems a little, seems to be going really deep and dark. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to keep writing about my character's flaws. I want to, I want to talk about happy stuff, you know, like the day he found this thing that made him do superpower stuff, you know, that kind of junk. But anyway, we'll see. Um, I owed my daughter a gift from her birthday because Jen got everything and I said I'll get you something and she says I want a telescope and she did she wanted this little $20 telescope from uh, Michael's little craft crap microscope so I got online and I got her a halfway decent microscope with a tripod and one you can actually see things in you know instead of it being blurry 
and uh, it's it turned out huge. I mean, this thing was only like seventy bucks, but oh my gosh, it's massive! It, I had to actually go back on Amazon make sure I didn't pay two hundred seventy for it because it's pretty awesome. But we took the thing outside, and um, I I try to we see this really bright star, so I focus on it. And I get it in there, and I'm like Jenna, I, I'm I'm trying to focus it because there's these four little dots out on coming out from the from the star, you know, supposedly. And, um, and, but then I realized, oh no, it's a planet. It's got to be a planet because it's got this, but I can't focus it and I, cause, and make these little dots go away. And I'm like, Jenna, I'm sorry, hold on. Just wait. And she goes, <gasps> and she starts, you know, waving her hands around. She goes, Dad, 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 that's got to be Jupiter. We just went to this thing and, and, you know, they went to an uh, observatory, you know, where they project stars up on the sky. I can't remember what it's called right now. But she said, oh, he told us that you could look at Jupiter through. Um, that's my favorite planet. She says, you can look at through a telescope and they has a lot of moons, but there's only four visible ones from Earth. And that's, that's probably it. And sure enough, if it wasn't, it sure enough was. I found Jupiter. Yay. Um, so now we have to call it James Jupiter because I located it and I am the, the one true astronomer. So um, that was awesome. And then, um, you know, we they kept wanting to look at the moon, but the moon wasn't coming up till after the bedtime. So Jen and I... Jenna and I uh, read our Harry Potter segment, and then I went outside, and sure enough, the moon was up. I focused the telescope, got it all, and I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. And I went, and she was still awake, barely, and I said, Jenna, come on, put your shoes on. And she did, and we snuck out there in the dark and looked at the moon and oohed and awed over it. Even though it was like 97% filled in with light, and it, and you can't see a lot of texture, there was this one little edge that was still dark, and you could see the craters and um the aliens and stuff so it was really neat it was awesome so uh, i don't think it's made of cheese though if it is it's very very old and gross uh let's see bloop, 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 bloop. took pictures of the moon with my phone well that was the next night because my folks are my family my family went to my wife's folks for christmas and i sometimes go when i'm feeling better sometimes i don't go um, I really wanted the time by myself, so I didn't go. Uh, but so that night, I, I the moon was out, and I had a crazy idea. So I, I focused on the moon with the little telescope because it's pretty awesome. And then I stuck the iPhone up to the eyepiece, and I took some pictures of the moon. And the, and some of them turned out pretty dang decent. Um, it really makes me want to like get a hookup now, you know, like a setup to where I could take real pictures because. Um, it was just really neat. It was really neat. Or I could look up pictures on Google Images and say they're mine. But um, you can see them on my Facebook. And uh, th- I tried to get you know photos of that one little edge that was really rocky and stuff like that. Uh, Mom, oh, I already said about that. Mom forgot about reindeers. Kids are thrilled. Finally trapped him. I started writing again. That was day six. We've already talked about that. It's good stuff. Day seven, I wrote a stupid stream of consciousness consciousness story about a peanut. So one of the things in this writing deal is they want you creative writing for at least a half an hour. You're supposed to be writing for a total of two hours a day, which I have been doing. Um, but a half hour of it at least is just stream of consciousness, throw crap out on paper, give yourself permission to write poorly, just get stuff out, get it out, get it out, get it out. 
And um, I know what they're doing. They're practicing. I mean, it's just like anything else. You swing at the ball and you and you swing and you swing and you swing and you miss and you miss and you miss and you don't stop just because you keep missing. And and it, but in writing, it seems like you ought to always write something good or you need to stop. But I guess I need to get it in my head. No, even if you're writing crap, it's like swinging and missing, swinging and missing. Eventually, you're practicing to swing and hit. And um, so I need to think of it that way. Because I'm, I'm really tempted to stop doing this 90-day thing. And I've only been doing it for four days. So um, anyway, before I, I get into anything about close about uh, anything else, I want to go into the MMDs. Um, chicken tree guy. These are yours. These are your comments, your moments from your day. Uh, the chicken tree guy says, I made, or no, it made my day to see that MMD cast was featured along with nobody's listening. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, just today, I got this today, and I looked because I was like, where, where, where is it featured with nobody's listening? I haven't done a show on nobody's listening for like a year. Uh, but sure enough, I go to uh, kids and family section at, at, um, at in iTunes, and right there at the top in, in new and notable is um, made my day. But then underneath on what's hot, which these are supposed to be the most downloaded podcasts in the section. Right there, second one down, is nobody's listening. Blows my mind. Crazy times. People are going to find the show. I, I, I might have to start doing it again here soon. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Crazy, though. So thank you, Chicken Tree Guy, for pointing that out. I would never would have looked or noticed. Uh Yanush says, I made chili and it turned out good tasting. And that's always a good thing because chili, man, there's a billion different ways to do chili. And and about half a billion to three quarters of a trillion of them are pretty nasty. Uh, My wife, when we first got married, her family was from up north and they would make white chili. And um, I was like, this isn't chili. This is soup with chicken in it and beans and you eat it with crackers, but it is not chili. It is soup. So there are there are very many kinds. So Yanush, congratulations on on your on your uh, on your work there, man. Sometimes it's the small things. Cooking, you know, is not easy for everybody, especially me. And uh, if I made chili and it tasted good, I'd be thrilled. Because sometimes you make chili and it can turn into paste. You ever had that kind of chili where all the water's gone out of it and it's just and you throw it on a cracker like an hors d'oeuvre? I don't know if that's bad or good, but it's kind of pasty. I don't like it. Fred says, hi, James. I know this podcast came out of your struggle with depression, physical and mental. Physical depression. I don't know if I have physical depression. I have mental depression because I think all depression is mental. Physical depression is, maybe he's referring to the fact that I'm fat. I have a a huge fat gut because that has, that is physically depressing. Anyway, I have had my own battles. And I've loaded up my iPod with podcasts about pro- productivity or career career development. And I've loaded mine up with how to how to read. Um, he says I've loaded up my podcast with uh, podcasts about productivity or career development in an in an effort to get out of that rut. Well, some days that doesn't agree with me, and I skip those podcasts. But when I get to your latest episode, it certainly does make my day. Thanks. From a fellow Doctor Who fan, Fred. Uh, Fred, thank you, man. I, I'm with you, dude. Sometimes when you're depressed and down and, and just existing is a is a triumph, um, 
I am not to the point right now where I am going to put any more on myself than what I can handle. And I am still celebrating every day that I can get out of bed and take a shower without having to go through, you know, and exert energy as if I was pushing a five ton, you know, block of granite up, up, up an incline. Um, I'm, I'm still thankful for that. And so though I used to be into, uh, you know, these, these formulas on getting things done, especially GTD, that was a great one and productivity and all that kind of stuff. I'm not, I may not ever go back to that stuff because I want to do things that matter and I want to do things well. Um, I don't necessarily want to ever be in a position where I have to get a lot of things done at the same time. Cause that stuff drives you absolutely freaking crazy. And I don't think anybody should have to do that. Well, moms have to, and then, you know, no, no, none of us, none of us really need to be in that situation. I know we get in those situations, but I'm talking about people that are in it 24 seven stuff's going to drive you crazy. And I am not going to do that to myself. I'm not, it's just not, I'm not going to do it. And the minute, you know, po- podcasting was one of those things. It became a burden. It became hard to do. Uh, I had to quit it in order to, to, to heal. And I am never, ever running the risk of falling back into that again. Even, even if something doesn't get done and I let somebody down in my family just for a little bit, just for one little thing, it's better than me having a total break and, and falling back and becoming a burden on every member of my family and every person that knows me and all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. I'm I'm just going to treat myself not to be lazy. Dear God, no. Um, I, I want to accomplish things. I want to do things. I want to be uh, known, I guess, for producing uh, quality and good and this and that and the other and doing something different and, and unique in the world. Um, but I, um, I, I don't ever want to be in a position where I've got 900 freaking things on 900 different cards in my wallet and I've got to get them all done before the end of the week. That's, that's, that's crazy that I ever put myself through it. It's part of the reason I ended up where I was and I'm not doing it again. I'm just not. I've got a choice. So ha ha ha. Um, we'll see. I don't know what the future holds, but it doesn't hold that. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being a part of it. What has made your day recently? What has meant something special to you? I want to share your tiny, wonderful moments with everyone who listens. So email your moments to mmdcast at gmail.com. Remember, those in three or four sentences have the best chance of being read. Visit us online at www.mmdcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at NLCast. And uh, like Make My Day, Made My Day podcast on Facebook. And uh, leave us an iTunes review if that's how you found us. And you can sponsor an episode of your own for only $5 at mmdcast.com. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next week.